Hi, I'm Mark Hill, and this is the segment, The Podcast. I believe in human's potential, that the ultimate expression of oneself is achievable. And we all have that urge, that need to progress and become better. And I feel that the trail can help us do that. Whether it's overcoming fears, learning from mistakes, taking calculated trail risks, or building those long-lasting friendships. It's all progression. Join me as I speak with folks who are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary, and let's catch them on their journey towards the KOM of their life. Welcome to the segment. Let's go. Hey there, senders. Welcome back to another episode. This is episode 51 with the hilarious Normal MT Beer. Had a great conversation with with, uh, Seabass, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Before I get into the show, I always love to say thank you to the supporters of the show. Thank you so much to YT Industries. YT Industries live uncaged with that young talent. If you're looking for a bike, please consider putting YT in the mix. You could take a look at their Tuez, their Capra, their Izzo, and of course the bike that I'm on, which I love, is the Core 4 Jeffsy. Also, special thank you to Tasco MTB. Tasco Mountain Bike Apparel made for the rider by the rider. It is rider-owned and rider-operated. Thanks to the boys there at Tasco for making some amazing mountain bike apparel. I love the Scout shorts and in love with the new Scout pants. Check them out. If you haven't had a chance, go to TascoMTB.com. If it's your first time purchasing something, if you click on the link in my description, you will be given a 10% off discount to anything you want to purchase there at Tasco. also want to say thank you. Thank you to Spy Optic, SpyOptic.com, keeping my eyes safe while I'm on the trail and as well as in my lifestyle with their amazing happy tech technology in the lenses that completely blocks out the bad blue wave light and only lets in the good light. Uh, If there's anything that you like there, go to spyoptic.com, put in the promo code box sender10 and receive 10% off of anything you like there at SpyOptic. And finally, for after those rides or in the morning, Kapu Coffee, K-A-P-U. Check them out, Kapu Coffee. Uh, Norm and Eric and the boys are doing an amazing job making smooth, rich coffee through Kapu Coffee. You can find them on Instagram, or if you're local here in San Diego, you can find them here locally. Uh, Without further ado, guys and girls, this is episode 51 with Normal MTB here. Are we live? We're live. Holy cow, we're live. Folks, we are back. The segment is back. What's happening, everybody? Tonight's show is going to be awesome. We have an extremely hilarious guest who I'm sure you've all have heard of, and I can't wait to bring him out. Um, but I definitely wanted to highlight some of the folks that are already in the audience. What's up, Tim Haley? What's up, Isaiah Bernstein? We got oh, Uncaged check, MTB. Yes. Double double R joining you guys from the five freeway in LA. Oh man, double R. I hope you have the navigational cameras or a Tesla. <laughs> thank you for joining, man. I hope that traffic is going to ease up soon. Adam Mock is in the house. What's up, Adam Mock? Always good to see you on here. Rich on two wheels. 
Heck yeah, made it. Let's go. Love it, man. I hear some new Dionese protective gear and apparel is on the way. So check out uh, Dionese there in Orange County. MTB Raging, what's up, Craig? Good to see you. Um, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Good to see you, buddy. And uh, oh, producer Debbie made it. Producer Debbie is in the house with the Let's Go. And then the always talented, the group that is always around token our fire trail dogs who just had an epic halloween group ride good grief did you see some of the did you see some of the footy that came out of that group ride joe i did that looked like a good one we, i really missed out i know me too that definitely looked like fun the it night did. the videos from night just looked like a great ride down that canyon it sure did. It sure did. I think it was Isaiah. Isaiah, you had the green spokes all lit up on your bike. I think that was you. If it wasn't, it was definitely you were around. But I know maybe you're not supposed to be riding because of injury, so we won't say any more. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joey, you actually went to the Tasco headquarters recently in San Diego, yeah. California. Did you pick up something there? Of course I did. One. Oh, got, what, oh sure. dude, you got yeah. some fresh goods. Yeah. The Tasco. Bear, yeah, what else? Lineup for this week. Oh dang! What it? What is that? That is the brand. Is that November's edition? That's their yeah their um, glove of the month, I guess. The small batch, the switch. The switch. Yes. Here, I'll are... pop, let me pop, let me pop it up. Oh, look at this! November small batch switch gloves just released. Damn, Joe, you're right on it, man. What is this? <laughs> it's only November 4th. Those things have only been out for three days. Those are slick. Those are yeah. slick. I think you dropped them on Monday. So, yeah, got to get Dang. over there and get that new stuff. Yeah, man. Love that you live close to there. You're always like, if you need anything, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> we got Anoy P in the house. Hello, everyone. Isaiah Bernstein also <laughs> jumped on. All oh, right, everybody. Awesome. Yeah, oh, Austin had the green. Austin had the green. Um, empty bridge says matching socks, yo. All right, without further ado, Joey, what do you think? Shall we bring out our guest tonight? Yeah, let's bring it out. Does anybody know who the guest is? Chime it in the chat if you know who the special guest of the evening is, because he is hilarious. Actually, got a text message from the Colorado kid saying, I can't freaking wait. This guy is hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado. We will bring out our guest tonight, Seabass, the guy behind Normal Empty Beer. Comes. Oh! <laughs> what's going on, everybody? How you doing? <laughs> yeah, what's up, Seabass? Doing good, doing good. Stoked to be here. Dude, thank you for jumping on. Love, love having you on. Joey and I have been, oh, man, I've been watching your stuff. Oh, you so first came across my desk when you had i think you were on the capra and you sat on the capra and it was like um it bottomed out and you were like rolling yeah. down the yeah. <laughs> so good so good yeah all your stuff is funny like tell us where this this whole comedy mountain bike genre came from this is this is great this is awesome well so thank you thank you so much first of all um and um, really originally, you know, we started the page like it was actually a year ago, about a week ago. Um, and, you know, originally the plan was, you know, it was around that time where, you know, the the thing that's happening in the world that I'm not going to say on YouTube started, as you all, everybody knows what happened. Right. And, um, you know, it was like 
I, I couldn't work at the time. You know, there was a bunch of stuff happening. And um, my brother and I, uh, my brother Durs, were just like, hey, you know, let's let's start an Instagram thing. You know, and originally it was my brother Durs who was, he was in all the pictures and the videos and stuff. Um, and then we kind of like morphed it into like, you know what, like things are like, you know, you look at the media and everything is just so depressing. You know, they just want to like make you sad all day. Right. And, and yeah. sad or angry or whatever. So I'm like, you know, screw all that stuff. Like, let's do stuff that's like going to be funny to make people happy, to make people want to get out to nature, get people to enjoy their lives more, you know, get, not be stuck inside the house all day, you know? And, um, and then that slowly morphed into, you know, it went, it started off doing, you know, writing, just basically just writing, well, let's see how cool we do this corner or let's do a sick, you know, cinematic edit or whatever, whatever I consider cinematic. I'm not a videographer or anything like that. So, um, you know, doing whatever we could with, with our resources. Um, and then, uh, that video actually that you, that you were uh, referenced to of me sitting on the, uh, on the old Capra I used to have. Yeah. That video right there. Um, you know, that was the first video that like really took off and it was more <laughs> aimed at, at, at comedy. And that one kind of, to me was it, like, you know, we were doing other videos, you know, somewhat kind of comedy videos, really just experimenting with things. Um, and, but this one just completely surpassed our expectations as far as, you know, how much, how much engagement it got. Wow. And, you know, once that happened, we kind of realized like, Oh, we should probably, you know, do more of this comedy stuff. Um, and then it morphed from, you know, my brother Durs, you know, from him, you know, not he, him being more behind the camera and then me kind of coming in front of the camera. Um, and that's pretty much where it all started off with the whole comedy side of things and then doing more like shredded type videos. So, yeah. So good. So good. When that video first came out, I literally sent it to a ton of my buddies like, check this out. This is and we were all like, this guy's hilarious. And thank you. That was such a good like. It, you're right. The timing was so good because everything was like doom and gloom and it yeah, felt like we we're going to yeah. have the pandemic from a hundred years ago where half the population's going to yeah. die. Yeah. And uh, man, that was like, thank goodness that somebody's yeah. out there pumping out some smiles, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> that was, that was the motivator, you know, it was like, you know, it's hard, you know, it's hard sometimes to not be exposed to all that negative content. You know, it's, it's around mm -hmm. us every day. It's on our phones, you know, everybody has, almost everybody has a phone, right? And, totally. you know, and that phone is constantly pumping information at you, right? So it's like to have that break, if you're going to have information pumped at you, may as well have it be positive, you know, something positive or something that makes you laugh or, you know, just, just lightens your day up in some way, right? And that was one of the things that was, you know, there are a lot of people out there that I got inspiration from as well, you know, and, um, and so I was like, Hey, you know, I can either go down, you know, this path of doing things that I don't really necessarily want to do in my life, or I can do something that's going to make people happy. And that's kind of where my, you know, that's, that's ultimately like my, my, my main vision of what I, you know, my ethos, I guess you could say. Right. So, yeah, <clears throat> that's cool. Very admirable too. And a fun thing to do. I'm sure you guys are laughing your heads off when you're ma making these things. You're probably like, you know, just having a blast with it. Um, for those of you who know who uh, normal MTB or Seabass, you you also notice that he is not only funny, but the dude's got some steez. He throws it down, and he is a talented mountain biker. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that part of you. I mean, how when did you start the whole mountain biking, um, and what inspired you to get into it? Yeah, so and we were briefly talking about this before we went live here. Um, so, so really the, the, the Mecca basically was when, um, I, we, I was like, you know, maybe somewhere between the age of like eight and 10 years old. Uh, we went on a, just a super random family trip, 
uh, RV trip up to uh, British Columbia. And, uh, and obviously, if you know British Columbia, you know, you know that Whistler is there. And without any planning, we, we drove through Whistler. That was one of the, you know, one of the places we stopped to go check out because, you know, you had the, uh, the Olympics were there. And my parents were like, oh, this will be a cool place to check out. And at that point, at that, well, sorry, at that point, I didn't know anything about mountain biking. I didn't really, I knew of mountain biking. I just didn't know really what it was. I didn't know to the extent of which people took mountain biking. And um, sure enough, we go uh, we go to Whistler. We walk into the Black Home Resort. And if anyone's ever been to Whistler, you know that the moment that you walk out towards the uh, the gondolas and the, or the chairlifts and everything right there, at the, right in the main courtyard, it's like you're hit with the crank works. Uh, 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 you know, all those jumps and stuff and the, the trails all come out right there. So, so it was like, imagine like, you know, being a, you know, whatever 10 year old kid, you know, that I am. And I'm, you know, I've always been a, you know, a pretty hardcore, you know, little kid, right. I always like to do crazy stuff and seeing these dudes, you know, on these old school Konas, you know, those old school boxy Konas, or, you know, the shreds and the stinkies and stuff like that. Just seeing these guys just catapulting off of these jumps. And I'm just looking up like, like, oh my God, like as a little kid, just like my mind was blown. And, I, and from that point on, it was just like, it opened up a whole new world to me. And, you know, we were fortunate enough. My, my, my parents, you know, they got us, you know, rentals. They, they, uh, at the time they had a, uh, like a, a day class, I guess it was just basically a tour. You went up with a tour guide and, and, uh, or like a, someone who like showed little kids around how to ride. And we basically went up with a group and there was a bunch of other little kids with us and, and, uh, you know, I had one of those uh, Kona shreds. I don't know if anyone, maybe the, the older guys out there probably know what I'm talking about. Some of the you younger guys probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But uh, <laughs> that was that was like the bike, my dream bike growing up. And, um, and you know, so I we rented one of those and uh, sent it on the mountain, you know. And I wasn't doing anything at that point. It was just, you know, some small little trails here and there, right? But just the experience just really stuck with me. And, um, once that, you know, once that trip was over, we came back home and, uh, I actually ended up getting a, a, a specialized hard rock. That was my first like real bike. And that was like, right wow. after we came up, I was addicted at that point. Dang. And then from that point on, it was just, you know, getting the plastic ramps in the front yard, you know, going to Walmart or target or whatever, and getting those super cheap, flimsy plastic ramps, getting hurt all the time. You know? <laughs> right. They're moving on. Yeah. Parts. As you're trying to jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much where it took off. And that's uh yeah so that's basically where it all started wow so were you when you saw those guys jumping when you were 10 did you want to be like a, a a dirt jumper or like a freestyle or a mountain bike did you know at that moment or did you just want to what was your thoughts so really it was like you know i like i said that was like the first exposure i ever had to any kind of extreme sports on biking like you know we all know about bmx right i you knew about bmx but i was never really into it at the time uh, or as a kid, but once I saw it in real life and I, I went out and actually did it, that, that, you know, initially I was just like, oh my God, dirt jumping. Like I got to do dirt jumping. It, excuse me. For the whole first part of like, you know, my riding life was basically, you know, jumping like that, that hard rock that I got. I mean, I <laughs> like that went everywhere. I took that everywhere. Skate parks, like the local dirt jumps, the pump track, whatever it was, you know, I learned everything on that thing. And, and then I, you know, I went up to the, uh, you know, I got, I got a Kona shred after that, you know, the same one that I had in Whistler, you know, I had to get one and, you know, I mean, back then super cheap, you know, like 500 bucks or something for one of those. Right. And, you know, super basic, but just, it got the job done. And, you know, so I was one of those kids, you know, riding around hitting all the dirt jumpers on a clapped out bike, hey. <laughs> you know, just, just doing it. 
That's cool. Was yeah. the specialized hard rock? Was that was that a dirt jumper bike or was that a hardtail or what? It, what was? Yeah, it? it's um, it's more of like a, it's kind of like an all arounder. Um, you can use it. It has like I know the the modern one does have you know more slack geometry, so you probably could do a lot of a lot of like actual serious dirt jumping with it if you wanted to. Uh, but I think it's kind of the more more entry level, uh, just hardtail to get you know to just get you around. You can do trail riding with it. You can do some jumping pump tracks. It's just a really good all rounder, and that's that's kind of where I credit a lot of it. You know, all of it too is like I. You know, I was just able to do anything. You know, it didn't limit me. You know, like a BMX bike. I got a BMX bike shortly after, and it was off of uh, Dance Comp. If anyone knows that website, Dance Comp, way back in the day. You know, I don't know if I don't know if they're still around or I haven't looked or not, but um, ordered a BMX bike off there, and um, and then I had it for a while, and I just kind of realized I was like, man, I'm really limited to this. Like, I can't go trail riding. I tried riding a trail with it once. And like, it was a bad idea, <laughs> like a really <laughs> bad idea. So ever since then, like, I think that was actually where it got me into like actually a real, like a real mountain bike. God. I was realizing like, I got to take this more serious. I got to be serious. You know, I got to be serious <laughs> about this trail riding. <laughs> right. Trail dogs <laughs> is saying, uh, dance comp with the, uh, applause, yeah. applause emojis there. Yeah. They know, asking, they know what's up. <laughs> yeah, they're also asking, have you ridden Whistler since then? Yeah, I've I've been uh, I've been to Whistler a total of three times. That was the the story I just told you was obviously the first time, um, and then I've been twice since. Uh, but unfortunately, I haven't been able to go. And like the last time I was there was like eight years ago. It's been it's been a really long time, like eight or nine years ago. Yeah, we have a uh, Debbie. The producer Debbie says I want to take a vacation up to Whistler. Yeah, man, it'd be yeah. so great. But as soon as they open the borders, I think everybody is going to just empty out of california and get yeah. up there and ride yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the viewers uh seabass was asking um where do you live and where do you ride mostly yeah so i'm in uh i'm in marin county the good old marin county so the birth, um, the birth yeah, place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the so-called birthplace of mountain biking as everyone <laughs> likes to say it not the most mountain bike friendly place out here i will say i mean if anybody's in the comments right now i'm looking at the comments i don't, I don't know if anyone's if anyone else is from marin let me know in the comments because like i'm sure you know what i'm talking about here um it's uh i, I love it you know i i still live here i grew up here um uh, but i'm finding myself traveling other places nowadays it's just kind of hard to <laughs> to to justify riding around here a lot of the times. I mean, I'll go with friends. Like today I went on an awesome group ride with a bunch of friends and I mean, that's always awesome to do. Right. Uh, but it's hard to really do like, there's a lot of trails that I, that I'm aware of that I've grew up riding, but they're just really hard to ride nowadays because of the, the control over the trails. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get in trouble riding them and you know, I'm not, I don't poach. I don't do anything illegal. You guys, I'm a right. straight edge. Right. But, <laughs> right. um, <laughs> where's it's the just, your trucks at <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so so it's it's um like i said I, I love it out here i love the riding out here some of the best riding in the world in my opinion you know um and uh you know i wouldn't be you know i who i am is because i'm in right and um and that's actually where a lot of the comedy comes from because you know growing up it's like i'd see some of the just mind-blowingly ridiculous things that would happen around here and I was like, what? It was just frustrating. So it's like, it's like, oh man. So that's kind of where some of the the comedy stems from. But Got yeah, it. Marin County. So short, shorten it up. I'm from Marin County. Got yeah. it. No, that's good. Uh, Rich on two wheels. Uh, one of the managers from a company called Dianese is saying, uh, my uncle lives in Fairfax, super close to Marin. 
out that way. Yeah, actually, Fairfax is in Marin County. It's one of the the, the cities in Marin County. It's a, little, it's a little town tucked away. There's a lot of really cool trails out there. You have Tamborancho, which is right up in that area. Um, and there's some other trails I'm not going to mention on right. the podcast, which is cool over there. <laughs> so, yeah. We have a MTV Raging saying, Hardtail with Judy Rockshocks. Had one. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So you're, you're riding up in Marin County and uh, you're, you're, you know, doing your thing up there. Who inspired you to continue on? I know you started as a kid, but did that stoke stay with you the whole time? Were you just hooked or was there an influencer of some type that really pushed you? Yeah. So, so back in the day and some of my close friends will, will be laughing when I say this. Um, I used to be like the biggest Sam Hill fan. Like I was like the biggest fanboy. Um, so he was, he was really one of the things, you know, it was his style that, that really stood out to me. And this was, this was, you know, back when he was, you know, uh, he was, uh, you know, doing a bunch of racing, you know, winning, winning all the, you know, whatever, whatever world cups he was winning and whatnot. I'm not, I'm not super expert on it, but I know that his, um, his style really was, you know, was, was what kind of got me from like, okay, I ride bikes to, okay, let's do like, let's see how flowy we can get down this section, right? Let's see how fast I can go through this. Let's see how, how far I can jump this jump, you know? And, uh, that was really the change that happened for me. Um, and I think a lot of my friend group as well, you know, it was like seeing these guys and we'd go to sea otter all the time, you know, every year we were going to sea otter and, you know, uh, you know, Sam would be there and, and, you know, guys like, you know, Aaron Gwynn were there, was there as well. And, you know, Josh Bryceland, like all these guys that just really, you know, you know, really shaped, you know, kind of my, my vision of what mountain biking was and, and, um, and kind of what I, what I believe to be like, you know, mountain biking in, in my eyes, right. I, I believe it's different for everybody. Um, and I think that, that people like them, you know, nowadays we have a bunch of new people, you know, Sam Pilgrim's out there doing a lot of amazing stuff on a bike, Matt Jones, you know, all these like big YouTube stars and, and then, you know, you've got, you've got, you know, tons of people out there that are, that are, that are, you know, creating a new wave of what mountain biking is for the younger generation. And that was, that was my, that was my generation, you know, the Sam Hills, the Aaron Gwynn's, you know, the Greg Menards, right. Can't, can't forget about Greg Menard. Just seeing those guys just sending it down a hill and just being like, whoa, mind blowing. Dang. Like I remember you, you guys know, uh, Danny Hart. Gosh, why is that? I'm not sure if I. I know if anyone knows out there who Danny Hart is, uh, uh, chime it in. Was yeah. he also a big influence on you? Yeah, there was one race. Uh, some of the OGs will know. Um, there's there's one race that that just went absolutely viral around the world. I mean, it was un, unreal. Um, and I, I'll just say one part of it. And stay on your bike, Danny. <laughs> like anybody who watched the race, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But I suggest everybody who's out there right now listening, go go on YouTube, type in Danny Hart, uh, stay on your bike, and then just watch that. And it's one of the most mind blowing race runs of all time. I mean, it is unreal. I nice. highly suggest anybody to watch that. Nice. Still to this day in 2022 or whatever year it is, uh, 2021 still, right? <laughs> just go go watch it. It's one of the best race runs ever. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Anytime you can get that influence, that stuck. I mean, I can hear it in your voice, like the the passion for for watching that and how it must have made you feel. Especially you, you were like a dirt jumper, but then watching these guys bomb down the hill, you're kind of marrying the two worlds and you're seeing it and you're putting it yeah. together. Yeah. So, so cool. Um, a couple of folks here from the audience. Adam Mock is saying, 
I uh, love the positive vibe that oozes off of Seabass. We need more of that action. That's and, awesome. Uh, <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Matt Cityfish is saying, I live in Novato. What's the craziest crash you've ever had on the local trails uh, here? Ha, ha, ha. This is one of my best friends oh. right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, to answer your, <laughs> to answer your question. He must have been uh, One of the craziest crashes I've ever had. Um, so that's got to be hands down. We have this one... Uh, local jump spot, uh, not in Novato, but it's pretty close. It's in a place called like Marinwood. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Um, there's, uh, there's like, there, there used to be a lot of features out there. It's kind of been overrun by, you know, trash and stuff now. It is actually pretty oh, sad. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the features were torn down, you know, people go out there all, I'll leave it at that. But, <laughs> but there used to be like a lot of, awesome stuff out there i mean really sick features like big gaps you know and and they would have like the platforms uh right before mm. the landing so there were like really big gaps but in, in case you case it a little bit you'd still have a platform to land on so you weren't it wasn't like instant death right and um there was this one feature out there called the witch's finger and uh that was that was one of my worst crashes to this day it's the worst crash i've ever had it's basically a drop the drop itself was I mean, vertical, it was probably like 15 feet, I want to say. Holy crap. Um, and I, I just got, and I was the first one ever to hit it. It was brand new that whoever built it, like just built, finished the landing. Uh, so it was super soft and it was in the winter time. So it wasn't like fully packed in yet. And I just, you know, I just, I just went for it. Like, I was like, screw it. I'm going to do it. You know, it was just, you know, I got, gotta get I got it before it gets in my mind. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> I'm not going to let this, you know, screw it. I'm just going to go. Right. And I got way too much speed into it. Like it was like, I got like four pedal strokes too much and it Ooh. just sent me. I mean, so I, I, I ended up landing like 15 feet past where you're supposed to land. So like oh the drop in total was significant. And I just went straight to flat, oh. bounced, landed straight to my head. And luckily I actually had a neck brace and I had a full face on. And I tumbled, hit my head, hit my, I literally felt the full face chink just hit Dang. right onto the neck brace. Ooh. And I, I knew I knew instantly the moment I got up and I was able to walk and everything, the moment I, that happened, I knew like if I didn't have that neck brace in the full face, I would not be walking right now for sure. Like I would have 100% broken my neck and wow. like it would have been really bad. And, and luckily I, I went to the ER and uh, actually uh, Matt, the one who, the guy who asked me the question, one of my, one of my best friends, he, uh, I called him on the way to the hospital sobbing because he was a, uh, an enduro racer as well. Um, he, he got, he got pretty far in enduro racing and I, and I, at the time he was doing all that stuff and I called him, I'm like, dude, like you got to get a neck brace, like just get a neck brace. Like <laughs> this shit just saved my life. Like just do it, just do it. You know? Yeah. So, so that was, that was the worst crash I've ever had. Oh man, that sounds nasty. Did you, is that feature still there? Do people still hit that or? It's still there. Um, but it's been, it's been kind of torn apart so that, so that you can't hit it anymore. I think, I think other people crashed. And actually the thing is that that's, that was actually my first time ever like being on the internet, like kind of like, you know, biker famous or, or whatever. Right. Like that, that made it onto Friday fails. Like oh, way geez. back in the years ago, that made it on a Friday. It was one of the one of like the original when it, when they also when they used to do it only on Pink Bike, and um, and I made it on there. I was one of the people Holy featured on there because there was yeah. a bunch of people there that were filming it. So I got there was like four angles of it. That, <laughs> that got it. Yeah. Did you ever get a copy of it? 
No, I gotta look for that again. It's somewhere on Pinkbike. You know, you know how they save it. You can just search by like date or something. I gotta go back and look at that. And I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna find it and try to repost that. That That's would one be of the epic. My agenda here. That'd be epic to see. Now that we've talked about it, that sounds nasty though. That that yeah. bounce straight to head. Oh and yeah, at that straight speed. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. It was it was really scary. That really woke me up because I had never had a really bad crash until that point. And that was, I got extremely lucky. I mean, to this day, I'm like, I'm just counting my blessings, basically. It was, it was extremely wow. gnarly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's rough, too, when you get bounced because you have no, you know, you have no control over how you're going to land, you know, and it just yeah. happens so fast. That's Yeah, like, you're just ragdolling, basically. So, oof. Not fun. <laughs> Adam Mock is in the audience, and he says, see, Bass, he says, sounds like a rad dad shirt, the witch's finger. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a, YouTuber who's on in the audience, his name is MTB Rad Dad. Here he is right here. He actually had uh, he actually had broke his pinky finger and they told him it wasn't broken, but <laughs> it was it was broken. So I'll have to have him tell you the story. But when it healed, it's literally like bone on top of the other bone like this. And he can't have oh. he can't move his finger, but he has a shirt oh. that says pinky swear. But yeah, now you might have to have a shirt called Witch's Finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um uh, Isaiah Bernstein says, wait, that means there's a video, right? So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a video. Yeah. I'm going to find, it. I promise I'm going to look for that thing and I'm going to find it. I'm going to post it on my Instagram page. I promise you guys. That is great. Yeah. So since we're talking about neck braces, like <clears throat> I was going to snow summit a few times and I started wondering when do I need to wear a neck brace? And I'm still, I still consider myself a beginner. I'm about a year and a half into the sport, mm -hmm. but like at what speeds, how do you know, you know, like yeah. at what point do you need one? Do you have a do you have like a, any suggestion on that? Yeah. Well, so first of all, I'm not a pro or expert or anything like that. Like this is just my opinion. <laughs> just throwing that out there before, before saying anything. Um, but I, I've tried wearing neck braces. Um, I, I really, I massively see the benefit to them. Um, but after that incident, I just kept on wearing them and I realized that I was actually, you know, I was being kind of restricted in some ways. And mind you, my, the neck brace I was using, I'm not going to name the company or anything. It wasn't really, it saved me for sure. Um, but the technology nowadays is just so much better. I mean, any of the companies, you know, Liat or any of those brands, like you're, you can't go wrong with them. I mean, having something is better than nothing, right? True. Um, so true. that's one of the things I'm actually looking into, like one of the more modern, modern neck braces. I really like the Atlas ones. Um, I see those ones. They're, they're really, uh, they seem to be built really well. I've, I've, I've heard a lot of great things from people from those. Um, same thing with Liad and those, I'm sure there's a lot of other brands I'm not, I'm not naming right now, but, um, but really as far as like when to, um, I would say just whenever you're out there, you know, it's, um, a, a buddy of mine, um, you know, he, he had a, an issue or a situation on a motorbike and I mean, I know it's motorbiking, but, um, he had a crash, uh, not too long ago. I think it's only been a, couple years ago at this point no more than like two or three years and he um he actually ended up uh partly severing his spine uh Ooh, and it was just a really Lord. like slow from what i understood of the crash it was just nothing out of the, the the normal he wasn't doing anything crazy just come i think he was coming around a corner or something um i'm probably butchering the story but my understanding was it wasn't anything gnarly like he was just regular riding and wow. just toppled over and boom that was it and um He's been in in uh in basically in recovery right now. Unfortunately, he is able to walk and, and all that stuff. But but I mean, he he was basically a hair away from being completely permanently paralyzed. 
Holy um, smokes. And so, so that's why it's like, you know, you never really know what's going to happen. Um, you know, I, I actually just got today, I got a whole new, uh, I got a new chest protector and I'm gonna actually start wearing those when I'm starting to do more, more of the intense type writing. Um, so I would suggest pretty much if you even, if you even have to ask that question, you should probably be wearing one. <laughs> like, yeah, no definitely, kidding. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That, so it's so the trail dog just in some of the worst crashes are the slowest. That's totally true. Totally yeah. true. Seems yeah, like it's when you least expect it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. There we go. You yeah. me a soda. <laughs> it really, it really, it, God, it's so true. It really does happen when you least expect it. You're like, yeah. probably because you're like so focused in the, in the real rough sections, you know, in the real, like the parts that you, you think that you would crash and then you relax yeah. and you're like, I'm safe. And then bam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I, I feel very similar to you, like with the full face helmets, you know, it's kind of like with the technology today, they're so light, they're so airy and same thing. You yeah. never know when you're going to fall full face helmet. It just, seems to make sense. I mean, I'm still a beginner to it, but I feel so much more confident in yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of really great uh full face helmets, like the enduro style full face helmets coming out nowadays. Uh shame, shameless plug, you know, Specialized just dropped one as well. You guys should check yeah. that one out. It's pretty sick. I, it should be on the market pretty soon. I know some people have them here and there, but um, I saw one of those in uh, at Sea Otter this past uh few, like last month, I think when Sea Otter was. Uh, and that thing, I mean, it's so light, you don't even realize, you know, and that's, that's the thing The technology nowadays is getting so good in the mountain biking industry that, you know, back when I was growing up, you know, a full face was just absurd. You would never wear a full face on a trail, right? Nowadays, it's like, I'm like, I should probably be wearing full face, you know, <laughs> like, so, so it's changing. The technology is changing. They're getting a lot lighter. They're getting a lot better, especially nowadays with all the, the MIPS technology too. Yeah. Um, and I, and I've, I've actually, uh, luckily I've never had a, 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 any kind of head injury before. I've, I've been very lucky with, in that sense, cause I know a lot of people do have head injuries. Uh, but I've, you know, I've knocked my head on a tree before and, and, you know, especially with that MIPS, uh, mm -hmm. not sponsored or anything. I'm just saying like MIPS is freaking amazing. Like I literally felt the helmet just shifting on my head and like not taking the load. And I think that's how it's supposed to work. So, um, I think I think getting a proper helmet, you know, at least getting a proper helmet, starting off with that, something modern, something new, and then updating it every couple of years as well. I think most helmets have an expiration date, right? So I think it says it on the helmet. You should definitely, if there's one recommendation I can make, get yourself a solid helmet. Yeah. Just ball out, spend spend the money on a helmet. You know, if if anything, that's your head. Totally, and, totally, I yeah. totally agree. And then whether you go full face or half shell, man, it's like just put make sure the MIPS are in there of yeah, <laughs> some yeah. kind. Very and then if, if you go full face, I mean, gosh, the money that you spend on full face is way cheaper yeah. than the money you have to pay for a dentist later if exactly. something were to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Rich on two wheels says so so very true. Having my Dianese protection made the difference between my elbow just being broken instead of completely shattered. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I was there. Yeah. Joey and I were actually there that day. Uh, Rich on two wheels. Was, we were at Greer and we were going over this rock roller towards the bottom of a trail called Overdrive. And uh, he fell from the top of the boulder roll all the way down into the bottom pit to the oh. left where all the jagged rocks are. Oh, and he <laughs> luckily had protective gear on there that that uh, saved his elbow from being shattered. Crazy. Oh, that's gnarly. That was a crazy day. Wow. Crazy day. Um, <clears throat> Trail Dogs is saying, are you coming out to California with East Bay Rippers trip? With East Bay Rippers trip? Well, am I coming out to California? Well, I'm already here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. He's NorCal. <laughs> um, I'm, I don't know. I'm not, I, I, I had nothing planned right now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know any details about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. That'd be sick though. I'm down. 
<laughs> uh, Rich on two was saying MIPS multi-impact protection system. There you go. Definitely yep. good stuff there to have go. in those helmets. Yeah. Um, in <clears throat> Rich is with Dionese. Dionese bought POC in 2015, and they're going to be okay. launching a slew of crazy stuff coming up very, very soon with that POC technology nice. in it. Nice. <clears throat> Isaiah Bernstein says, my most recent crash, I hit my head hard and lost my hearing for a little bit. 100% MIPS kept me more safe. Yeah. I felt that shift as yeah. well. Yep. So crazy. MTB Rad Dad says, I went POC cordal MIPS for the half shell. Most protection I could find in a half shell. So cool. Nice. So cool. Nice. Uh, Dogs is saying, actually, SoCal. SoCal. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, I'm definitely getting down to SoCal soon. Like, I, I, I have to get down there. It, the, the time is ticking. You know, it's a long overdue. So I'm, I'm getting down there sooner than later for sure. So one of the posts, speaking of different locations, one of the posts, I know you're writing up in Marin County, then we have SoCal down here. But one of the posts you made was when a West Coast mountain biker first makes it to the East Coast. Yeah. That was a hilarious clip. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen it, please go check that out. But what was that like? I mean, what was it like to be there to ride that condition? Yeah. First of all, mind-blowing. I'll just put it out there because, you know, it's it was the closest thing to Whistler that I've ever ridden. I mean, and that's, I'm, I'm saying that, you know, very, like very easily. Like it was, it was very, oh, just go out there, just go, yeah. <laughs> it's a quick play. you know, the, the, I don't know if the borders are shut down still to go to Canada, but, but going to Highland bike park and it's in, it's in New Hampshire. If anyone doesn't know where that is, uh, it's far away. It's like 3000 miles away from here. Um, I drove, uh, I don't, oh. I don't suggest doing that. I mean, it's cool. Like I got to see the whole entire country. Um, uh, but that was, that's a whole nother story. Um, but yeah, so, so Highland bike park, the whole East coast is amazing. Uh, you know, uh, Highland in particular, I, 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 you know, you see videos on, on like YouTube of that place, you see GoPro footage or whatever. And it's like, like, Oh, that looks like a pretty cool place. And then you go there and you're like, wow, like video does not do that place justice. Like if, if there's anywhere that I've ever been to that has the worst GoPro effect, it is Highland because you go there and the jumps that are like, you see a jump on the GoPro and you're like, Oh, that's a little table. No big deal. And you go there in, in real life and you're like, you're like, Oh, massive. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing they don't show you in the videos is that the dirt is so tacky and there's almost no brake bumps. I mean, I, you know, people were telling me, Oh, there's brake bumps all over the places there. It's like, it's like, yeah. Okay. Okay. If you, if you, if you consider that to be a brake bump, then okay. It's a brake bump. But if you come out to California and you see the kind of brake bumps you see, like you know, North Star or Mammoth or whatever, it's a whole, whole other story. Like, <laughs> you have feature. like five, you know, feet of brake bumps that you're, exactly. that you're dealing with. It's and out there, feature. there's nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a technical feature, <laughs> real, right? So yeah, out there, I mean, everything's just sculpted and carved perfectly. Uh, it rains like pretty much every week there. So Dang. any day, even the rainies, I was there when it was raining. And even when it was raining, it didn't get like muddy or anything. I mean, there's leaves and stuff on the ground, but the sand or the, the dirt that they have there is like a combination between like clay and sand. Wow. It's like this very interesting combination. So you don't really get like, um, it's not like loam, I would say, but it's, it's like this, this interesting hard packed soil, but mm -hmm. it's, it's perfect. Any, any tire setup out there works great. Oh, excuse me. Any tire setup works great out there. Um, and you know, just, everything like stayed intact. Like I remember I saw these guys roosting corners uh, from the gondola. And I, I mean, they were really coming into them 
And I was, I was just thinking, I remember telling my brother, I was like, yeah, you don't see that at, at Mount Bachelor, <laughs> you know, at Bachelor yeah. up in Oregon. They have like, you know, they have signs everywhere like, don't roost, don't roost. They have like chicken signs. <laughs> like, out here, they're just sending it like the berms, like, ha, ah, that's all you got. <laughs> it's so sick. I love it out there, you know, and, and, and not just that. I mean, the whole, the whole environment out there, you've got the, you know, the, 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 the fauna, you know, all the vegetation out there is unreal. You know, you've got like some pine trees. I don't know if they're called pines, but, you know, more higher elevation trees. And then you've got like, you know, like maple, ton of maple out there. So so I was there. Obviously, it's fall time right now. And, you know, I was there right as everything was shifting colors. And so you have like the orange and the red and the yellow and the green, and the brown. I mean, it was it was an experience, a completely splendid experience. I loved it. That is very cool. Yeah. I'm actually looking on your Instagram right now. I was trying to find that. Um, is that was that under was that a story or was that one of your posts? Um, I think both. I did that was a post, I know. It's probably it's from a few days ago, I think. Let's see. I'm gonna pop it up here. I'll try to see it so that everyone can can know what we're talking about. Cause those I mean, the way you explain it, you're like, Yeah, these berms are so smooth. No, berms. yeah, it's that one. See the one that's kind of hazy, like the on the in the second row on the right far here. left. That one right there. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Gonna play it for you guys so you guys can see. Perfect dirt. <laughs> Amazing scenery. <laughs> Look at those berms, man. Oh, dude, they're unreal. Wow. Absolutely unreal. Wow. And the jumps also, I mean, oh, and that's another thing. Well, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the water <laughs> out here in California, anybody who's from California knows that we're like, there's a drought like everywhere. Every year there's a drought, you know, it's, you know, so being over there and seeing like literally you go around every corner on the road and there's another lake there, like full to the brim. And you're like, oh. There's water oh, here. Like, I was taking like 15 minute showers over there. Like, <laughs> and stuff. Like, I'm just going to take every advantage I can of this while I'm here. <laughs> there's no like line where it shows where the water used to be and like the water. No, like, no, there's nothing. They show out there. They show you like how, like how much overflow there is. <laughs> Dang. That is yeah. cool. Uh, Trail Dogs was asking you, did you hit everything when you were there? No, <laughs> no, I did not. There's a lot of really big stuff out there. Um, I wish I did. The you know the way that the park is is kind of you know categorized is you have the um, there's like an indoor dome. It's called the HTC, um, and basically, so it's like it's like Woodward almost, right? It's like a mini oh, Woodward, wow. and they have like you know the vert ramps, and they have a foam pit and a resi as well. So it's like you can, you can go there and do tricks and stuff, and um, and then they have a slope style course as well, and it's actually really big. Like it's 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 like some crankworks type stuff. I mean, there's like, you know, the, the biggest drop on it is like, like vertical. It's like 10 feet, maybe. <laughs> but it's like, you have to like extend out. It's no, it's, it's big stuff. Like really like you're looking at it and you're like, Oh, okay. But the reason, the main reason why is because like third run down, like the first day we were there, I, I got a little too confident and I just, this one jump, I'm going to post a video of it later. I have it all on GoPro. I just cased really badly. And I, and I did something to my, I, I messed up my ankle. I haven't gone to the doctor yet, but I did something bad to it because oh, it still hurts. No. And oh. so like that, so it was like instantly like, th like third run down. I was, it just, I clapped myself out. Oh, <laughs> dang. Yeah, and that was the worst case. I, but, you know, other than, you know, falling at the, you know, that one local spot around here, like that was yeah. the worst case I'd ever, I mean, my, my bike completely, 
completely bottomed out. Like I Ooh. felt it hit just solid. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was bad. That's a big, that's a big, that's a big impact when that happens. Yeah. yeah. Man, <clears throat> like saying with regards to the break bumps, you're saying many, many whoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> many whoops. Um, Debbie's saying it's known as the granite. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. There's like rock slabs and stuff that you're hopping off of. It's so cool. Like out there, and that's another thing that's extremely unique about those. You know, out here and on the West Coast, you know, you have a lot of like kind of more loose type trails um, where you have like, you know, some boulders and stuff. But out there, like most of the technical, like the quote unquote technical trails, they're they're like you're you're on a big boulder and you're riding down, and you hop onto the next boulder and then onto the next one. So it's it's more of like you're almost doing trials, like trials riding in some sections. Like you have to like and you're like trials with speed, like you're literally boom, 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 hopping off the stuff. It's pretty cool. Dang, that yeah. sounds cool. That totally sounds totally unique riding. That definitely definitely sounds fun. Uh, Bobby Vac goes on. He says, "I got coworkers on the East Coast jealous of my morning rides because they already have bikes put away for the winter." Yeah, <laughs> that is the downside. They were telling me that the winters out there are gnarly. Dang, yeah, that's yeah. true, right? They're seasonal. They they got to be seasonal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trevor saying it's it's lagging out for me. Um, not the confidence. K, not the confidence. Oh, maybe on the case. Maybe on that that case that you did knock. The oh confidence. yeah, yeah. Um, see, I had a couple of questions that came in from the audience, and yeah. um, I know you put some out too. I wanted to get this out because I know these are probably your diehard fans that are <clears throat> posting these up. First one is from MTB Lou Kasem asks, "Do you live in Northern California?" Ding, ding, ding. Yes, yes, I do. Born and raised, baby. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. C Wise, C underscore W I E Z is asking, what's your part? What's your favorite part of the East? So by far, it's got to be the, the abundance of water. I'm going to leave it at that because that then stems into a whole bunch of other qualities about the East Coast that I really liked. Um, you know, it, like I said, it's there's just lakes everywhere. It's amazing, you know. Uh, everything, all the jumps were just sculpted. The trails were just prime. Um, and, and it's not just sticking to Highland. Uh, I was talking to some dudes out there and they were telling me that there's other trails and I looked them up and some of the other trails that are like local around that area, especially in, in, in Vermont as well. And some stuff in Maine, um, dude, those trails, even the local just shovel built trails, like they look freaking awesome. Dang. So, so it's just, it, I think that's to simplify it. That's the best part about it. And then from there, it just stems into just so many different things that make the East coast amazing. And then wow. also like super chill dude. the people out there are amazing, super cool people. You know, I've got a, I've had a chance to travel around all over, all across the country and, and you know, I, I love everybody, you know, so it, it's just really cool to have that exposure over there and be like, you know, you know, being on the West coast, we hear all oh, those East coast people, you know, it's a different world. Right. But not really. People are super chill out there. So nice. it's just, yeah. it's just bikers, you know, bikers are really cool people. So I love it. I love it. The community is as good here as it is there. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Perfect that is way. Awesome. Yeah. Perfectly put. Martin Deservey is saying, <clears throat> how many times have you risked dying? <laughs> <They're wondering. laughs> well, what extremes are we talking about? Cause I can say like every day. <laughs> uh, and then this one, okay, e.bradley4306 is asking, what is your dream trail plus bike combo? Ooh, Ooh. good question. Ooh. Okay, so I, I'm very fortunate, like very, very, very fortunate because I just got a Specialized Enduro, Woo! and it's the new 2022, and it's an expert, and I'm freaking stoked on it because 
a lot of reasons. It's uh, it's such a cool bike. I've had a few days to ride on ride it now, and I'm just like blown away. I mean, you know, there's there's levels right to bikes, and you know, I'm I'm always used to like you know, oh, you've got the you know aluminum bikes, and you've got this, and you've got that, and then you know everything is really good within its category, right? Yeah, there oh, is it that is. It right there. Oh yeah, oh, that's it. I love the, done, I Joey. love that thing. You know, it, it's it's in a whole nother category of what it means to be a mountain a mountain bike. You know, I I got on it and I was like, I was the first like the first ride. I was weirded out by it. I was like, what? I didn't understand it. Like, I just didn't understand it. I was like, <laughs> um, this is so alien to me. I don't get this, right? Well, well, and was I was like, trying it? to was figure it, it out. Geometry was, was it tight? Was it what? What was it about it that was so alien that it's just the stiffness to it. Um, and it's got the 38, the Fox 38 up front. And that's, that's new to me. I've ridden a 40 before I, I used to have a 40 and on my old downhill bike. And that was really stiff, but this 38 has that stiffness of a downhill fork. So the whole front end, you know, I'm used to like turning the bars and there being some kind of, you know, minute, minute amount of lagging as you're going through like rock quarries or like doing jumps and stuff like that. So there's always like that flex that you kind of expect and anticipate. Um, and then this bike doesn't have that, which is which is so bizarre for me. You you point the bars in the direction that you want, and it's instant, instantly there. There's no lag time at all, and that's one of the things. I mean, and that's that's more of a, a big boy problem. You know, I'm sure with a lot of the smaller guys out there, you know, a lot of the smaller riders probably don't have that issue or don't even notice. Probably don't even have a clue what I'm talking about. But but me being like 300 pounds, like every all those little things, I I notice those when I'm riding and. And this bike, the the enduro, it's so stiff, and I love that. I, I I would imagine this is what it feels like for a normal sized person to ride a normal bike. Gotcha. <laughs> so, oh, so I can only imagine like <laughs> what like somebody who's like of a normal size riding one of these. I can only imagine it, right? Um, that and then also the geometry having that that low riding uh, rear shock. I mean, that makes a huge difference. I actually, you know, one of the things that blew my mind was it has a water ball cage on it, right? And I had the first day I was like, I didn't have a water bottle. Right. And I was like moving it around. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I stuck a water bottle, a full water bottle on it. I think one of those like 24 ounce bottles, uh, no, not 24 ounces a lot. I don't know. One of the big bottle water bottles. Right. And, um, and like, I'm like, Whoa, it feels different. Right. And then I realized, Oh, I have my water bottle in here. It, like <laughs> changed the center of gravity. Like it, oh, I noticed dang. it what? and I don't notice this. Thing. I've never, I've never cared about those things until now. And I'm like, now I notice it. I'm like, Whoa, that makes a big difference. Wow. Like it was really genuinely a mind blowing experience. And it has been, you know, I, I was on a ride earlier today and I was doing a lot of really steep, really steep riding on like some super loose and super wet uh, stuff. Cause we've had a lot of rain out here recently. And, um, and I, like, I was, it was like point and shoot, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like not sketchy at all. Let's just go for it. You know, <laughs> it, was, it just handled it. I mean, it was, it was amazing. I, I love that bike. So that's, that's my dream bike. And, basically to ride it i don't i don't even know like there's so many cool places and 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 the more i'm doing all the social media stuff the more people tell me or show me or tell me like hey you know check out this place and i watch a video and i'm like oh my god that's top of the list or gotta, and then gotta, i someone else there. a week later tells me oh there's this place and i'm like oh that's top of the list it's hard i can't answer the second question you know it's <laughs> So There's many so many good, good places. So yeah. many good. I can feel that for sure. Yeah. Um, I think Joey, producer or engineer Joey's got the uh here you go. First ride on a new bike. Let's take a look at yeah. it. Yeah. There you are, pedaling. Oh, look how happy you are. You remember dirt <laughs> exists. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Trails. <laughs> Clean new bike. 
This is hilarious. Trails, <laughs> clean new bike. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you guys think that I'm like acting? I mean, there's obviously some acting. I mean, obviously there's like some acting there, right? But yeah. the like that's that's like genuine emotions. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, shit. I'm like looking at this new bike. I'm like, it's so fancy. It's so new. Like, there's not a single scratch on it. And then. Oh, there's dirt. I forgot the dirt exists. <laughs> like, you mean I have to get this thing dirty? <laughs> For any of us who've had the new bike day, totally know that feeling. It's like, yeah. oh man, she's it's so pretty. I don't want to get it all dirty. <laughs> so I yeah, can feel that. I had this guy comment on, on I think it was like there he DM'd me or something. He's like, he's like, Oh, when I get a new bike, I meant he's like, I literally throw it on the ground to to get rid of that mental block. Oh geez. <laughs> like, dude, like what are you doing? <laughs> that hurts just hearing it. I know. <laughs> the trail dogs joking up. That first scratch hurts. Yeah. <laughs> on a new bike. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, going back to some of the questions. Okay, so trail and bike. So congratulations on that new bike from Specialized. Thank you. Thank you. That is a slick looking bike. Um, Adriel Jose says, what do you think the MTB community can do to help save slash maintain build trails? In and bike friendly, dude. I'm not sure well, that's perfect. First of all, shout out to Adriel. He's a homie of mine too. Sweet. He's, he sends it. You guys should definitely check out his uh, his page. Um, but um, what can the bike community do? I'm sorry. Could you repeat the question again? He says, "What do you think the MTB community can do to help save, maintain, build trails in bike friendly?" Yeah, I think um, a big part of this answer i think is to try to get more people out on bikes i think that's the main thing uh it's kind of one of those situations where it's like strength in number right if you know if there's enough people playing basketball right there's gonna you know they're gonna have a basketball court built right it's it's kind of the same same mentality here as well right you know we've even in marin county you know there are so many people like i'll, I'll go on a ride locally here and i'm gonna I'll, I'll see literally more more bikers on the mountain and and and, and, you know, instead of hikers or people on horses or, or whatever that may be. Right. So that, that already, and that, it was never like that. Like I'm, I, you know, I grew up with me being the only one on the mountain. And if I was lucky, I'd run into a friend of mine who was on the mountain. Right. Yeah. You know, now it's like, I see people, you know, just ripping it up out there and I'm like, holy crap. Right. So That's I think, good. you know, with that, with the more, the more people that are, that are out there riding and the more people that you're encouraging to go out there, you know, whether it's like your friend or it's a girlfriend or your wife or your, your husband or whoever that may be. Right. You know, just getting them out there to ride, I think is the first step, you know, and, and then, while you're at it, you know, get your, get their friends to go ride and bring them out. You know, if you have like, even if it's a, a spare bike, you know, a little, you know, clicker or something you get from, you know, the, the secondhand store or something like that. Right. It's, it, it's, it's just getting more people to, to get out there, ride. And then, and then with that comes more access. Cause then if you have a responsible government running your, your local area, <laughs> they're right. going to see that and be like, Oh, there's opportunity here. And then they're, yeah. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll do something about it, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we are seeing some slow progress here in Marin County. And, you know, it's nice to see that. We have some trails popping up here and there, right, for, for riding. But, I mean, it's slow, right? Um, it's not like that in some places. You know, you go to, um, you know, uh, up in Redding, for example, uh, in, uh, Northern California, deep Northern California. They've, been, they've had a ton of riding, a ton of new trails popping up out there. You know, there's even some places that I've been to where, you know, they'll literally have 
the 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 you know the local you know council or whatever you want to call your local you know governing people um they'll basically be like here you know you have a trail coalition you know go out there here's this land go do whatever you want you know so you know, don't bother us <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's true yeah where there's people that it all the attention follows and then the the funding follows and yep. organizations you know it's true yeah i'm yeah. sure a lot of people have been there before you know it's it's obviously, you know, these, all these organized trails and stuff, it's always, that's the right way to do it. Uh, but I'm sure a lot of people came from like, oh, I've got a friend who's got like 50 acres, you know, go build out some trails, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's the, you can't just wait for somebody to go out there and build a trail for you. Right. You can't wait for someone to go build jumps. I mean, I'm not at all advocating to go out there and just start building stuff anywhere you want. I mean, there's places to do it and there's, places, there's a lot of places not to do it. Right. So um, if you're able to, you know, it's getting out there and I don't, I make fun of trail builders all the time and jump builders. Like I, I rip on them, but I, at the end of the day, I've built jumps and stuff. I've done, I've done all that stuff before. So yeah. it's like, that's where we had to go. Right. That's what we had right. to do. If the, if the, if the powers that be aren't going to do anything for you, you got to take matters into your own hands. Yeah. You have to go out there and do stuff, get with your friends, you know, go find people who are, who have a bunch of land that are willing to let you go out there and, and have fun and just be yourself. And, you know, then next thing you know, you have, you know, the next best spot, you know, or, right. or you can do what Santa Cruz did and just a bunch of people just start building on some, some land. And then it got so overwhelming <laughs> that the city is basically like, ah, screw it. Just do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that story exists in every, every mountain bike area. There's like, there's trails yeah. that are sanctioned and unsanctioned and you're always yeah. wanting to sanction the unsanctioned ones. Cause the sanctioned ones that exist are yeah. kind of like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those uh, bike associations are, are super helpful for that. Working with the city, working with the land manager, yeah. um, all those things are, are helpful, but it takes people to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and without people, I think the, the city, they don't think anybody cares, but uh, yeah, like you said, the more we get yeah. people out there, the more people that are enjoying our sport, Mm -hmm. uh, the better chance we have of, of, of making these trails. So yeah, just uh, get people out there, get them, get them stoked, you know, yeah. take them out there, create, create your own little community wherever you are. You know, it's, I get people messaging me and they're from the middle of like nowhere in like Nebraska somewhere. And they, and they have like a little hill that they found somewhere and they've got like a pump track out there. It's like, so you don't need to have like the Whistler, you know, prime Whistler conditions. Like you, you can go anywhere and do anything, you know, guaranteed you'll find something. You know, yeah. there's a lot of people out there who just have, you know, sitting on like literally hundreds and hundreds of acres, you know, that was passed down family after family and they don't know what to do with it. And, you know, they'd be willing to, to let you guys out there, you know, so there's just ask around. You just got to go out there. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go find the places, you know. It's true. And, and thankfully to some of the apps too, like, you know, Strava. I, yeah. When I first started mountain biking, I, someone told me about Strava. I popped it open and I kind of did the map thing and I just saw these yeah. squiggly lines everywhere. I was like, whoa, I'm surrounded by stuff. Yeah, this is yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, Strava is interesting. I've made fun of Strava many times before. <laughs> <laughs> I personally don't use it. Um, I get a lot of people telling me I should. Um, I'm not really like too into the whole tech side of things. However, Trail Forks, that is a sick, that's a sick app. Because if you're going somewhere new that you've never been to, you know, I'll first thing I'll do, pull up trail forks. All right, where are the dub where the where are the black diamonds? Nice. <laughs> you know, like, where's the good stuff? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Th those are such good, such good apps. There's a new app out there too called the Bike Rider app. If anybody um hasn't heard of it, that yeah. one's cool too, because yeah, those are I think Northern California guys too that are putting that together. He, yep, and, he's based and, out of Marin County as well. I actually met him not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, the guys are so dope, they're so cool, yeah. and I love the concept that you could pop it open and kind of find out what your mountain bike community is doing. Really helps. Yep. 
get you to a group ride or a ride or whatever you want yeah, to race yeah. anything. Yeah. So. And social media as well. Like there's so many groups out there that are popping up. Um, if you do enough, enough searching, you know, you'll, you'll, there, there'll be a ton of stuff popping up, but definitely going with the, like, like, you know, the bike rider app that, that is amazing. I just think you guys should definitely, definitely download that. I believe he's up and running now. I think so. Damn. Um, so, uh, double check me, but don't quote me on that. I know yeah. that they were still doing the bunch of design stuff. Right. But, um, but pretty much there's, there's a ton of resources out there for anybody who's like, Oh, I don't know who to ride with, or I don't know if there's even bikers in my area. Like there are, there definitely are. They're all over, yeah. bikers are all over the place. You yeah. know, you just got to find the people who are willing to do the same kind of riding as you. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a uh, speaker groups. Uh, Chris, Chris, Chris is on here. CX three MTB just found a scratch on the Kona. He had a brand new Kona. He rode this weekend. Had to have it happen at Vail with you, dude. <laughs> so I was out there at this group ride and he had pedaled out a brand new bike. Found a scratch on it. First scratch. Oh, no. Rough one. <laughs> rough one. Um, CX3 MTB says, ha I got to get my hands on an X. Scratch was not in the open. Already touched it up. There you go. <laughs> Mike City Fish says, it sounds like you make fun of things in a well-intentioned manner. What role does humor play in your life and the success you've found thus far? Oh, oh good question, man. Matt with the professional salesperson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Matt taking the podcast to the new level. Damn, dude. All right. <laughs> Making it way too sophisticated up in here, dude. <laughs> well, as far as like well-intentioned, is it, everything's well-intentioned. I don't, I don't ever want to insult anybody or, you know, or make anybody feel bad. Like that's not at all my intent. I mean, some people, obviously it's the internet, right? Some people are just gonna have a bad day and they're going to yeah. see whatever you post. You could post a picture of a kitten and someone's going to like riff on you for, it. you know, that's just, that's right. just the internet for you. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't ever like anybody. I don't, I hope that nobody ever takes what I do seriously. Like don't take anything I do seriously. Everything's, everything's either me just being dumb or making fun of something like that's just for fun right you know that's just how it is right and, and most of it's like really just most of the videos is just qualities of myself that i find funny you know that i find ridiculous within myself and that's where a lot of it comes from so um you know and then the, that's then that, that answer is the super sophisticated question here of how it plays a role in my life um and yeah you know it's and as far as when this with the success part of it you know um it, it's like, you know, we all, we all have a life, you know, we all go through issues in our lives. You know, we all have, we all have something that we're keeping to ourselves or something that we want to hide or whatever it might be. We're humans, right? Everyone, everyone has something like that. So, you know, it's, you know, to be able to, to put myself in the position where, you know, making fun of myself and then make that hopefully have other people become happy because of it, you know, and that makes me happy. I mean, the, it's, <laughs> You know, I, I genuinely enjoy it. You know, it's, it's cool. And then, and then people tell me like, "Oh, you know that that video was so sick. Like that's so true. That I do the same thing too." And I'm like, "There, see, see, see? it's not just me. Like there's other people that do this too." You know, so yeah. I feel like you touched a good funny bone with that. You know, it's like something we all think of and and do, but when you put it, your work behind it and you create these clips, it's just so funny and it's it's real and it's true. It's genuine. It's it's, yeah. it's the best. Um couple more questions we have for you we have yeah. um nate underscore beck underscore 33 says are you still planning on staying local or are you going to move to somewhere else that's a good question <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's the reality is that i'm probably going to be going somewhere else 
at some point. I, as much as I love, you know, the Bay Area, and I, as much as I love California, um, it's it's kind of time for me to move on. Um, so basically, I'm looking at places like Idaho, Utah, uh, Wyoming. I was I just got a chance uh, on my drive out to the East Coast. Um, I drove through northern Nevada. Super cool. I love Nevada. I've been all through Nevada before, but I hadn't been to the northern part of it. Um, and that place is unreal. I mean, gorgeous valleys, mountains. I mean, it's it's high desert, right? But I mean, I love the desert. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd ever live in the desert, but I love the desert. Um, and then going into Salt Lake City. I don't know if anybody's from there who's listening right now, but so if you're living in Salt Lake City, I'm very jealous of you because that place is freaking awesome. The whole, the whole, like, Basically, all of Utah is amazing. You know, going into Park yeah. City, you know, Provo, that whole area is just unreal. I mean, you got these huge mountains, you know, snow-capped trails all over the place, like amazing scenery. I mean, it's just unreal out there. And then, yeah. and then going into Wyoming as well. I mean, I want to, I want to do more traveling through there. Uh, that's actually on my agenda for next year. Going to go through, uh, uh, through, through Wyoming, Montana, going through Jackson. Uh, do some riding in the Idaho area. I want to go stop off and say hi to uh, to Kyle and April. I don't know if you guys know who they are. Kyle yes. and April ride MTV. Uh, they're good yeah. buddies of mine. So I want to go. I want to go give them a visit out there because I haven't seen Kyle in freaking years. You know, he used to live here in California, and uh, and I've never met April before. So I, I need to get out there and go see them and and hang out with them. Um, and so I'm, I'm looking at all these places. You know, uh, somewhere maybe Nevada, Reno, Reno. I love Reno. I love that area. Um, but, uh, but ultimately, yeah, I'm looking, looking for some of those places. Um, and, uh, even, even like New Hampshire is on my list as well. (laughs) That place place was freaking awesome. Like it was, it was that cool that I'm willing to move like 3000 miles away from, from everything. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like it's that cool out there. Is, is New Hampshire, would that be more of like a seasonal mountain biking or it it would be okay. We have, um, Isaiah saying, yes, uh, we, we rode bobsled up there. One of my favorite trails. He's, uh, this is up in Utah, I believe. In Utah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Air Blair is one of the riders out here. What's up, Blair? He says, out of respect, can you please give us at six months heads up before you come to ride SoCal so we can train our abs and core to prepare for hours of laughing with you on trails? <laughs> you're, you're good, man. I don't have any abs. So you're all good, bro. <laughs> oh, that's great. One uh, for the folks that are listening, we're we're coming up to an hour already. There's a few more questions left, but I do want you guys to to chime in. What are some of your most favorite? Since we have Seabass with us, what are some of your most favorite IG posts on his page? Uh, we can pull them up, and then maybe we can get the backstory on how how this became. Um, and while we're waiting for some of those to come in, I have a few more questions for you, Seabass. Yeah. Um, Scott Chafin on the line here says, what are your top three places you have mountain bike? Top three places. Top three. Ooh, this is a good one. <laughs> um, so I, um, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to leave Whistler out of this one because everyone says Whistler. So I'm going to leave that one out of it. Right. Just to, just to not give a cheap shot. Right. Um, but uh, I really like Bachelor. Mount Bachelor is freaking amazing. The trail red line is unreal. And the whole experience, the whole, like that whole area is really, really cool. If anyone's ever been out there before, but it's, it's unreal how scenic it is. And I got a chance to, to meet a bunch of like, you know, a bunch of idols, you know, I'm sure, you know, some of them, I'll, I'll, I won't say their names just for, for their privacy purposes, but it was really cool going out there. Every time I've been there, it's just been an unreal experience and the riding out there just 
amazing. I mean, views are un, unreal out there, right? You're riding on a volcano. I mean, it's the coolest. It's one of the coolest places ever. Um, Highland, of course, I got to put that on the list. That was one of the best places. Um, and then I also have to say, this is kind of far away, but I also was very lucky to be able to ride in Europe and Innsbruck. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, in Austria. Yeah, that was a that was a long time ago. Um, that's like eight years ago now. Um, so uh, but that was just an unreal experience as well, because the Alps are just on another level. Totally. I mean, it's the scenery is amazing. The The food is amazing. The people are super chill out there. Um, and for those of you who don't know, I, uh, you know, I'm 50% German, I'm 50% Mexican. So I actually have a lot of family in Europe. Nice. Uh, so we used to go all the time to go visit the family. And obviously with, with the situation in the world right now, it's a little bit harder to do that. Um, but in the past we've been there, you know, rented bikes, did the bike parks and stuff out there. So I've actually done a considerable amount of, amount of riding in, in Europe and, wow. and Innsbruck in particular was like one of the coolest places that I've ever ridden. I mean, that unreal. Is- it's like out of a, out of a movie, like it was, it was unreal. So that's, those are my top three places. Those are rad places, yeah. man, man. Yeah, you're right. The Alps, man. Like literally, you hop out of the airplane and you look up. It looks fake, like a movie. Yeah. Oh, you're like, are unreal. you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful. I'm so jealous that you got to ride there. I bet that was amazing, yeah. bro. <laughs> I recommend anybody as soon as as soon as things kind of clear up in the world, I would highly suggest making a trip out there. Ooh. Go to Innsbruck in Germany. There's a place called Bad Hindelang. That place is sick. It's in the south of Germany. Um, tons of there's like three bike parks within like this like small area it's 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 amazing um you know and and that's very similar dirt out there as what you'd find in uh in the in the northeast here in the united states uh so it's but it's a lot more natural out there i mean that's the prime as far as like natural trails where it's not so not so built up but you do have like jumps and features like that right but as far as like the natural trail riding on unbeatable absolutely unbeatable out there that is awesome, yeah. man. Okay, so quick question about Europe and bikes. Yeah. So, yeah, like I know you used to ride YT. Um, I ride YT. Joey's here on the show. Yeah. Rides YT. Yeah. When you get to the East Coast, are there any YTs out there? Do, does anybody know what a YT bike is? Yeah. Is oh yeah. Direct oh, to yeah. I saw a bunch of them out there. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They they have a pretty vast reach. They're they're all over the place out there. I don't awesome. know about Europe because I, I didn't know. Well, I don't think YT even existed back when I was in Europe. Maybe they were because they're they're from Germany. Yes. Um, so I didn't. I don't recall seeing them. And if I did, I I was probably too stoked to even look at other <laughs> look at bikes. I don't remember, but um, but I know that yeah, on the East Coast, oh yeah, there's definitely YTs out there for sure. I saw a bunch of Tuezes, their their downhill bikes out there. I saw a bunch of those out there. Um, surprisingly, they had there was a bunch of Konas out there, which wow. I barely see them out here on the West Coast, but out there they were like everywhere. Wow. So yeah, that actually really surprised me. Dang. Yeah. Um, while we were talking, we did have a request. Uh, Isaiah Bernstein wants to know the backstory behind the post that you made around the wheel breaking. And I think Joey's got that uh, loaded up for us to take a look at. Here we go. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. This one. <laughs> TV. So yeah. tell us what the story is behind this one. Yeah, so so that was the stock. So obviously, I'm riding the Capra in this video. Um, R.I.P. to that bike. It's it's not rideable anymore. <laughs> but um, uh, so basically, that was the stock wheel that came on it, and I had I had clapped it out. I mean, that thing like that thing oh went through went to hell and back basically. Oh my and, god. Um, yeah, and uh, and so 
I just had this idea, like, hey, I have this wheel just sitting around. I'm never going to use it again because it's already clapped out. It's beyond repair. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, let me just see how much it'll take to break it, you know? And, and there you go. <laughs> That's what it took. And it, it wow. genuinely, it was actually difficult to break the wheel. Like, I was very surprised. <laughs> I was thinking, like, oh, the first stair set that I do, I'm going to break this thing. So make sure you get it on video, right? It took us. <laughs> Uh, a whole day to rate that wheel like that that video was us driving around our local area the whole day trying to find spots to just try to break this thing <laughs> that is awesome. yeah and it was the curb finally the curb that they didn't i had to really like i had to like really try Push like, down it was on not it. easy oh man i saw yeah. you pushing down on it that's crazy yeah because you were dh in it you were jumping it <laughs> you're all over oh, yeah. the place with it oh, yeah <laughs> isaiah was uh he stoked on that and he says what did you replace it with I actually didn't replace it with anything. Um, that that was the last hurrah that that wheel and that bike ever had because basically, around uh, at that point, I think I was already I was already with Specialized at that point. I think I was. Um, I don't. I'm, I don't. Don't quote me. I don't remember. But um, <laughs> but the uh, but that bike. I I mean that Capra has a special place in my heart because it's you know it's the bike that started everything. Um, so I have that still, you know, it's just a frame at this point. I've got this, probably the, the, the lyric is still on it maybe. And it's just sitting in the backyard, like just, just getting leaves on it right now. And I don't plan to ever ride it again. I mean, it's, it's beyond, beyond riding. I, I did stuff. I don't want to, I don't want to say what I did to it, but I did bad things to it. <laughs> it's not rideable. It's not safe to ride anymore. I'll put it that way. Um, and, uh, yeah. Which brings us up to today. So your MTB, your, your IG, social media, you're making people laugh. You're highly successful. I think the last count, over 30,000 people have subscribed to you to watch what you're doing. And you got the attention of one of the major bike brands. Um, Going to do a product spotlight now on uh, which mountain bike brand kind of came and swooped you up. Yeah. Yeah. That's specialized. <laughs> I, and this is this, there's kind of more to it than just like, Oh, well, specialized, you know, it, that, so I, like I said, the first like real bike that I ever had was a specialized hard rock. So that really stuck with me. Um, and throughout the years, I've actually had multiple specialized. I've had a, I've had a demo. That was my first downhill bike. And it was the lo and behold, it was the Sam Hill edition demo, the World Cup bike, <laughs> nice. it was, uh, the Monster Green. I wish I still had that thing. I sold it, and I don't. I'm kicking myself for selling it. I shouldn't have sold oh, it. Man. Um, it was it was pristine still. There was nothing wrong with it. I might I've done a stupid paint job. I, I'm in the I get in the habit of like painting things. Don't blame me. I'm sorry. I do a really bad <laughs> job. I just get creative with things. <laughs> but um, so I had that. I had a my, my my first full suspension bike ever was a stump jumper. And that bike, I put that thing through hell, man. Like, that, <laughs> like I raced cross country with that. I raced downhill races with that. Like it was, it was all, like all trail, all trail. Oh bike. yeah, it was everything. Like that was that was like that was before enduro bikes, like the quote unquote enduro bikes, right? And and I I use that as an enduro bike. <laughs> um, so so to have you know have this partnership is just unreal. I mean, it was it was a thing of dreams, you know. And, and it's actually been an ongoing thing for a while. It's just been really hard because there's such a shortage right now with all the parts that, you know, I think, I think I made, you know, I think, uh, you know, shout out to Curtis Keen. I don't know if anyone knows who Curtis Keen is. He's a local SoCal guy, enduro racer, legend. He's a, he's a, he's freaking legit. Um, he actually reached out to me when we were at like, I think like it was like 4,000 followers or something like that. And I remember, you know, it was just discussions at that point. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, we like what you're doing, you know, really cool, you know, let's, 
let's see what we can do. And then, you know, and then it just took a really long time to get, you know, bikes because they were really short at the time. Like he wasn't, I remember him saying like he wasn't even able to get stuff for his pros at the time. So it was like, it was, you know, so some small little, you know, Instagram page. It's not, it's not at the top of the list for them. Right. Um, and then we finally made it happen and I got the status, which I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. And I'm absolutely love that bike. Um, got some big things coming for that bike. Actually, I'll just leave it at that. Just a little, 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 little Easter egg there. Ooh, can't wait. Uh, can't wait. Yeah. And, um, and then now I'm on the enduro and, uh, so I'm just uh, unreal. It's, it's hard to say in so words, cool. like how stoked I, cause it's one of those things I never was like, I never woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to be sponsored by specialized one day. You know, it was. It was just something that was so far beyond, you know, anything that I had ever expected that it was, yeah, it was just unreal. So, that, is, yeah. that is awesome. So for, for any like social media kid, mountain biker, who's like coming up and wants to get involved with the bike brand, what kind of advice would you give them to help them kind of get to the point where they can start working with a bike brand and maybe even yeah. sponsored by one? Yeah. Best, best advice I can give you, be yourself. Don't try to be someone else. You know, you... Um, there's so many people that, you know, that, that, that see somebody, I mean, obviously you, you can model yourself after somebody, but just be who you are as a person, be true to yourself. Because if you're, if you're coming off as like, you know, just putting on a show or whatever that might be, um, it's, it's going to show eventually sooner or later, it's going to catch up to you. And, and a lot of times it's a lot harder to be who you 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 want to be you know in the grand scheme of things if you're not actually you, you yourself that makes any sense i don't know if i'm sense. trying to be philosophical here but yeah, basically makes sense. yeah just don't don't bs anything right like yeah. you have enough good qualities within yourself i don't care who you are i don't care what you say you all have enough good qualities in yourself that to make something unique and put something out there unique whether it's you're doing racing you know there's something that you can do that only you can do uh whether you're wanted to be an influencer or you want to, you know, start a brand of some kind or whatever it is that you want to do, you know, that's, that's, that's the best advice that I can give you because that's what I really took to heart. I was, you know, and, and just rolled with it and it's, it's been working out okay so far, I guess. Right. So, yeah, really um, good. so, so that's, that's the best thing, you know, and then, and then also another thing is don't give up, you know, there's a lot of, there's mm -hmm. a lot of points, you know, we, you know, we've been doing this for a year and it took us eight months to get to like our first like 5,000 followers or something like that. Okay. And you know, so it was, it takes time. Right. And then you just keep on, keep on doing it and you'll get to where you want to get to. Persistence is key. <laughs> yeah. Persistence yeah. And, and being yourself. I mean, that's the cool thing yeah. is like, there is only one you and you can only yeah. do it the best you, you know, of you. So no one else can, can do it better than you, yeah. which is, which is awesome. And it's, it makes, it takes a lot of pressure off too, because yeah. you're like, Oh, I've been mean my whole life. <laughs> yeah. I can do that for sure. Uh, Chris is saying King Seabass speaking the truth in all caps. <laughs> I think saying, I might know who Chris is too. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Chris I'm thinking of. What's up? Dude? <laughs> what's, up? what's up? He says, what's up, Chris? Uh, Matt city fish is saying, May you please philosophically, philosophically. interpret the <laughs> philosophically interpret the following quote. Far too often, man uses a spatula in place of tongs. God damn it, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's just doing this to mess with me at this point. Well, I'll keep it up there for you so you can, yeah. <laughs> so you oh, can see. Oh geez. It. Far too often. Man uses a spatula in place of tongs. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> i don't know just be creative with it <laughs> you put me on the spot here <laughs> oh man that's that's awesome that's awesome chris says we love our boy yeah that's okay hi chris <laughs> he's another one of my best friends <laughs> this is good this is great well, dang, Seabass. I mean, gosh, 30,000 plus followers. You are doing such a phenomenal job on the Instagram. I'm a fan, and I'm just so stoked you could be on the podcast. I, I Every time I, I go there, I look at it, and uh, I, <laughs> I wanted to say, Joey, if you wouldn't mind, I think we found your super fan. I, I noticed this. Joey, would you just uh, put up the Instagram and go back to the broken wheel uh, picture? I just wanted to highlight something that I've been seeing. It's a common denominator on a ton of your posts which is oh. hilarious. Uh, let's see if Joey's going to put put one of those up there. He's he's working as he's working on that. Um, there's a couple that I wanted to spotlight. So here it is. Uh, when we look here, I could let me take this down. Ladies and gentlemen, do you see right there under the likes? Cali Rado Kid is right there. Yeah. Under the likes. Joey, <laughs> pick, a, you know, pick any other one. Uh, maybe one of the, the recent ones. Just uh, pick a different one and see what we get. Let's Hold on, wait one second. You see that? How, did you see the first comment that was on there? Well, go, go back to it. I what just it noticed say? that. See that first completely senseless clickbait. Second <laughs> and destructive. I, I love these comments. It's like, why? <laughs> Dude, you're just hating for no reason. <laughs> why only one brand? I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then, Joey, go ahead and pick one. Just pick another one. Just click on it and see, uh, see what we get. Uh, okay. Break lever. Here we go. Oh, like bike. Okay. I was looking for it. Now, this might spoil the whole philosophy of what I was doing. <laughs> let's go to, let's pick another one, Joey. Let's see what we got here. Towards the Milton air. Oh my God. You're all over the place, man. You got NorCal. You had Kurt, which is, uh, he is the uh, spy optic, uh, spy director of uh, sales for spy. Oh, you have sick. the Miltonator, which is down south here, uh, rides Greer all the time. I mean, trail dogs right there and that and that. Um, oh, yeah. homies. Dude, you've got a ton of followers from all over the place. We have such an expanded community, man. So this is the point I was trying to make is you do have fans. You have super fans. I did see the Colorado kid on a ton of things. But your reach is so far, and all these people that we pull up are so cool. We all uh, want a good chuckle. And, yeah, here we go. One of the trail dogs right there, liked by Austin. Yeah. That's one of the yeah. trail dogs right there, trail dogs again. So, man, there you are. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> uh, so you asked, it's been great having you on the podcast, my man. Um, is there anything in closing that you would like to share with the audience, and where can everybody continue to follow you? Yeah, so um, if you want to follow my stuff, I've been branching out more towards. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm still doing the the Instagram stuff, um, posting on that uh, almost every day, and um, and then I'm also doing a lot of stuff on TikTok too. I'm not the biggest fan of TikTok. Don't think I'm a, some TikTok person, but uh, <laughs> we've been seeing some good growth on there as well. So um, I do make some TikTok only videos just because I don't think that they're going to be too, you know liked on you know to to approved of on, on on instagram um so if you want like more content i do a lot of stuff on tiktok uh, but they have been they don't like bikers at all on tiktok right <laughs> like they've shut down like 10 of my videos already like it's wow. just not good like wow. i'm on the verge of getting shut down entirely on there um 
And then I also do a bunch of stuff on YouTube too. Um, I'm, I'm going to start doing more like or longer comedy type stuff on YouTube. Okay. Uh, I have a lot, I have a lot of ideas and just bear with me. They're going to be they're <laughs> They might piss off some people, but it'll be funny. I promise it'll be funny. I'll take, take everything I do lightly. All right. But, um, but yeah, so that's, those are the two main things. Uh, I'm just pretty much keeping it that for now. It's a lot, it's a lot to manage all the social media. So I'm just doing Instagram, uh, TikTok, and uh, YouTube. So it's all the same name under all of them. Okay. So, yeah. That's uh, just normal MTB or normal, for... normal MTB or it might be like changed differently. You know, there might be like a space instead of like an underscore, but it's all, it's all just normal MTB or for everything. Yeah. Gotcha. And if yeah. anybody wants to reach out to you to, to ask you questions or if you're in the area, um, which is the best way for folks to reach out to you? Probably Instagram. Instagram is the best way. Uh, or really honestly, any, any of them, I don't really check TikTok. Cause that's, that gets blown up. Like those, like for some reason, TikTok has like 50 times the engagement as, as, as Instagram does. Oh, so like instantly I'll have like 20 comments and I'm like, it's like, oh, oh geez. Like, you know, you know so <laughs> the best way, um, probably the quickest way, even though I'm like really behind on checking DMs, but Instagram's probably the best way to reach me. So oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the hilarious sea bass behind the writer, <laughs> normal MTB beer. Thanks for being on the podcast, buddy. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> thank all you all awesome for being here. on. Mark, thank you so much. You got it. And thank you all for being on. Always appreciate you guys. Um, and Seabass and I will see you out on the trails. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Stay safe out there. Rubber side down. Unless Rubber you're trying to do a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, senders. That is a wrap on episode 51. Thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, I really appreciate every single one of you that really helps the podcast when you guys tune in. And if you haven't gotten a chance, if you wouldn't mind, give this podcast a review on iTunes or on Apple. It really helps get this podcast out to other mountain bikers and helps grow and support this channel. Uh, thank you again. Hope you guys are riding somewhere awesome this weekend. Send it safely and remember... Find something that you love, be passionate about it, and work hard at it. Because at the end, all of your hard work will always pay off. See you guys out on the trails. Yoo-hoo!